You're listening to the Innovation Made Easy podcast with Chiara Cobone, episode number 38. Welcome to the Innovation Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Chiara Cobone, ex-corporate leader turned executive coach and speaker. I'm here today to unfold insights of leadership wisdom and personal development to inspire you to achieve success both at work and in life. Are you ready to create your own success story? Then let's dive in. So this week's episode is about judging others and in reality is about letting go of judgment. At least the part of the judgment that is not very useful. And it is something that I'm really curious about how we judge and how we go about the world on quickly judging things and uh, people and everything. And, um, and I believe that if we can let go of some of the judgment, we're actually freeing ourselves from something that is holding us back. And so I'm on a personal journey to really let go of judgment and uh, and I wanted to bring you along with me on this journey. So let's dive in. So what is judgment? Judgment is evaluating something and is about deciding what to think about it, right? So you are in front of something and your brain quickly decides based on what the brain hears, sees, experiences, if what it sees, experiences and hears is good or bad, whether the brain likes it or not, immediately it wants to have an opinion about what it, what it is experiencing. That's judgment, right? So essentially it is about having an opinion about <laughs> everything that we experience. And we all love to have opinions, right? I mean, it's great to have judging our politicians or judging everybody and everything that we see. And I feel that it's, it's fascinating to dig into this topic and understand why do we do that? You know, what is it that drives our brains to quickly want to have an opinion about everything instead of just breathe and let people, allow people and things to go through their course without having to have an opinion and interfering, interfering about it. Our brain loves to judge. And the reason our brains loves to judge is because it helps the brain itself quickly evaluate and categorize the world. We are wired to make fast judgments about everything around us so that we can move through the world without spending too much time or energy on understanding everything we see and we experience. Think about when you are walking on, on the sidewalk on the street and your brain, you're not maybe consciously aware of it, but your brain is continuously scanning everything around you to adjust how you're walking based, for example, on the soil, or on the ground or on the cement, whatever you are, you know, whatever you're walking on, whatever type of soil you're working on or surface you're work, walking on, right? If there is a step, 
you don't need to stop and think, oh, how am I going to tackle this step right now? Right? Your brain immediately adjusts how you're going to put your, your next step based on what it sees. So it makes a judgment around what is the best way to continue walking without having to pre-reanalyze uh, that, that road, that walkway, etc. So it's really an automatic adjustment that your brain does and it uses the capacity to quickly judge, to quickly access the knowledge that you have in your brain of something that you have prejudged, you have pre-experienced before you already judged it. Your brain knows exactly how to deal with it and it goes about it. So every time your brain encounters something that you've already pre-analyzed, pre-assessed, it's gonna go and access that knowledge and use it use this knowledge to, um, to execute whatever you're doing without having to re-engage its more time-consuming, its more energy-consuming part of the brain. And instead, that part of the brain can be focusing on things that are more relevant, like, for example, scanning the surrounding for other threats. This is really the instinctive thing we have, the instinctive nature of our brain that helps us using pre-existing knowledge to judge quickly things around us, scanning them to, to move to the world, to move through the world in our day in a fast manner, in an efficient manner. So judgment is also the ability to make considerate decisions. So when we meet somebody for the first time, our instinct is to ask two main questions. The first questions that we want to ask instinctively is, can I trust this person? And this is really driven by our survival instinct. Because if we don't feel that we can trust the person that we have in front, we will respond with a defensive mechanism as we feel that the need to protect ourselves we need to protect our interests, we need to protect ourselves. So we're going to be responding with this defensive uh, behavior. Instead, if we feel the warmth of the other person, right? This person emanates, that you have in front, emanates warmth, openness, authenticity. If we, when we perceive those traits in the other person, then we feel also more inclined to trust this person straight away, right away, right? This is really what we do automatically. We scan the person in front of us and we decide, we ask ourselves, can I trust this person? And immediately make up our mind, I think I can trust this person. My instinct tells me that I can trust this person or no, I wanna hold back and be a little bit more careful because I don't, I don't know if I can trust this person. And the interesting thing is it is a mix of both instinct, but also intuition, as we spoke last week about. So it's based on your experience, right? It's, it's your brain accessing all the data that it has stored from previous experience. So you can tap into that and you get that instinct of, and it, sorry, you get that intuition of, mm, can I trust this person or not? And then the other questions that we ask when we meet a new person for the, per, for the first time is, 
what do I think of this person in relationship to me? So let's assume you are meeting a new coworker, a new colleague. So you're going to ask yourself, how does this person stand intellectually towards me? How competent do I believe this person comes across? And of course, if this person comes with a pre-known reputation, if somebody had told you about this person, you know, you already have some information, you knew about this person, so you can use that information as you're making that assessment, that intellectual assessment of what do I think of this person relative to me? Because that's the interesting thing we're doing when we judge. It is not an abstract, objective evaluation of somebody. It's always in relationship to us. Do I think this person is intellectually similarly placed to me? Or do I think this person is more senior, has more experience in this subject matter, for example? So we judge people intellectually relative to us. But we also judge them from an appearance perspective. How do I feel this person looks towards me? Do I think this person looks better than me, right? We always have these judgments going on because we want to know where we stand with, towards this person. So we have intellectual assessment, we have appearance in, um, evaluations. We also evaluate the other person from a social skills perspective. Immediately, quickly, we want to assess, is this person friendly, sociable, likable? Is this person somebody I could think of interacting with? Is this somebody that I want to learn more about? How does this person's social skill, what do I think? Very quickly, you want to evaluate those things when you meet the third person for the first time. But also you want to think about, from a moral perspective, what do I think of this person? Do I think this person will be a honest person? Do I think this person will be somebody that, is, that has high integrity? So it's really fascinating how our brain can quickly assess somebody on all these different dimensions very quickly. And we know that first impressions is quite important, that our brain really relies a lot on that. Now, of course, your judgment of that person will evolve as you experience that person more and more. But the reality is that you're going to do a very, very quick assessment when you meet that first person in that first few seconds. And all of that process is very fast. You think it's automatic. It isn't. Our brain has really capacity to, to make fast judgment about all these different dimensions very quickly because we're trained to do that. We've done that, you know, for the past how many years you're alive. And it is born from an instinctive perspective of survival and evaluating, can I judge this person? And how does this person relate to me? Because you will want to know what is the role of this person towards me in, in relationship to me. Is it somebody that I will be able to help some way? Or is this person that can help me? So we always really want to be immediately understanding how does this person relate to me? The problem with judging everything, evaluating and having opinions about everything is that it is something that we can't shut off. It is so embedded in our behavior that it's just by default is always there.
Judgment is like a muscle. We train it all the time, continuously on us, on other people, on everything. And so we are constantly evaluating ourselves and other people and we're constantly forming opinion about what is good or bad about everything. And more often than not, some of those opinions are quite critical and are leaning towards more the negative than the positive. So, and, and then it becomes even an endless loop because then you are judging yourself for feeling those thoughts, for thinking those thoughts that are not very positive. And so you're judging and then it, it is also again another opinion. And I really think that this is exhausting. So unless we want to use our judgment for really survival purposes or for things that are serving us and helping us and moving through this world, my question is, how do we get out of this trap that our minds by default wants us to be in and use that energy in a more constructive way? I started this practice of asking myself this few questions every morning when I wake up. And one of the questions that I ask myself is, how can I contribute to the world today? What is my contribution going to be today? And I love these questions because it really allows me to consciously go through my day and being observant of when I'm not, when I'm in default mode when I'm just judging, because that's what my default, <laughs> by default my brain offers me. And instead, how can I turn that thought into something that is serving me better, that's serving the world better? But as I said, by default, we don't have the skill of being neutral about our experiences. We don't have the default by looking at somebody or something that we don't need to interact with and by default stop that evaluation process and being neutral. The only way to do that is being intentional, being deliberate about that process. So to be able to create an environment where we're able to have a positive contribution and really be part of the expansion of this human experience. The first tool that we can start training is to look at our lives and to look at everything that we experience with curiosity. Curiosity, which is a word that I love, is about holding space for ourselves and for others and see what are the circumstances and the facts around us that we experience, holding that space, creating that distance, ad addressing it, approaching it with curiosity and holding back on judgment and on being critical. That the way that this looks for, for our lives is for example, if we look at our past, if we look at what we have created in our life with a very objective perspective, and we really 
embrace this watcher-observer perspective with a lot of compassion, with a lot of curiosity. Looking at it, okay, this is what I have in my life. This is the car I drive. This is my family situation. This is my relationship situation. This is how I have been yesterday. This is how I showed up yesterday in my life. And going through the things with training that way of approaching those past experiences and and really observing yourself when you are making judgment, when you are in the temptation of evaluating something and you say, okay, I see that, I'm doing that again. I'm giving an evaluation, a positive or a negative connotation to, to this experience, to this circumstance. And instead I wanna be taking a little bit of a distance and I wanna first really look at the circumstances. I wanna look at the, at the facts. Being able to look at our lives from a perspective of compassion and appreciation is really magic. And this is really what you do when you have a coach, for example, because it will help you dis differentiate the facts from your thoughts. It will help you taking a much more objective perspective and approach to whatever you're experiencing. And and you, if you don't have a coach yet, it's something that you might have not experienced before because as we said, most of the time we live our lives just in judgment mode, in, in fast evaluation. I love this differentiation between the circumstance and the thoughts. We have circumstances. We have what Byron Katie call, calls the what is, the tree, there's the road, the car. And then we immediately start having a thought about it. And we start saying the tree is green or brown, whatever color the tree is, the trees. And that is already a thought about it because that connotation is not an objective thing that our brain is, it's, it's a process that our brain goes through and it becomes a thought. So start really looking at, at your life, at your, how you're experiencing life and how fast you go from, from circumstances to thought. So we want to hold the space, identifying circumstances objectively, not as right or wrong, not as good or bad, but simply just witnessing them and experiencing them in a very compassionate way. So we're gonna we wanna look at what is, as I said, as Byron Katie calls it, the what is, I love it. And we're going to look at what is from a very compassionate and curious perspective. And so then we can look at all the thoughts that we have in our heads. And those are all judgments that we have about the circumstances. By being the watcher, what it does, it just increases our awareness. And I strongly believe that one of the first big achievement 
of a coaching relationship is increasing your awareness, increasing your consciousness, your deliberateness about your life, about your brain and your actions. When you live in a conscious, in a deliberate manner, you are free to create and co-create anything in your life because you don't have those limiting thoughts that are on the way. And you're not just going with the flow. You're not just letting things happen to you. And instead, you are taking ownership. You're taking responsibility for your life. You're not abdicating that responsibility, but you're taking the power back. So you're increasing, first of all, the consciousness of what is, and then you're increasing the consciousness, the consciousness of what you want to create. By becoming aware of every time you're judging something and somebody and holding space and creating that room for you to be more conscious and deliberate and asking yourself the question, do I want to be judging here or do I want to allow and just let go? Do I want to let go of that judgment because it's not something that is in alignment with who I want to be? It's not in alignment with my values. It's not in alignment for what I want to create today. It's not in alignment with what I'm about to, exp you know, to express myself in this day today. I don't want to be living by default. I don't want to be just going through my day and close another day without having the sense of accomplishment of having gone a step further in my creation, in my contribution to this world. By increasing our awareness of ourselves, of our lives, of our thoughts, we become the ultimate watcher. We become the ultimate observer of our life. And we will be able to hold space, not only for yourself, not only for the people around you, but really for the whole experience in itself. So I am in this journey of letting go of judgment. And it is something that takes a lot of time because I've been spending more than 40 years of my life judging continuously and living by default. But today, I feel that I can really be much more aware and conscious and I can choose. I have the power to decide how do I want to think about things and observing things as they are, accepting them as circumstance and creating that space between what I see and what I think. I hope this is uh, inspiring for you and that you will be joining me in this journey of letting go of judgment and freeing ourselves from judgment. And uh, let me know in the comments on my website, how you are going about it. Have a wonderful week and until next week. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, I really encourage you to check out my homepage at www.chiaracovone.com and get access to my free morning routine resource. Because when you start out with the right mindset, the right body preparation, and the right emotional stability, you will be able to face anything that life throws at you. So don't wait any longer, get access to this resource and start implementing my tips to have a fantastic day every day. Thank you.